Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. 
It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. What makes an event unmistakable is the design of the experience. So here's the thing, right, is that And I've given dozens of talks at this point to event planning uh, organizations. For some reason, those are the people that invite me a lot to their conferences. Um, And I always say, I was like, you need to stop thinking of yourselves as people who plan events and start thinking of yourselves as people who design experiences. Uh, Because, you know, this is the the joke. We always joke that, you know, basically anybody who gets on board with us and the creative aspect of this, like, yeah, you want to join and help. We should warn you, you're going to hate the process, but you're going to love the result. Um, you know, and Greg Hartle taught me to work that way. I remember it was just, you know, one hellish push after another to get stupid things done. And then when it was all said and done, you looked at it and you thought that was all well worth all that nonsense because the experience was so transformative. Uh, I, I one other person who attended said, you're trying to ruin every other event we're ever going to go to, aren't you? And I said, yes, Absolutely. I'm Srini Rao, and this is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast, where you get a window into the stories and insights of the most innovative and creative minds who've started movements, built thriving businesses, written best-selling books, and created insanely interesting art. For more, check out our 500-episode archive at unmistakablecreative.com. Welcome to the show, and welcome to another episode of the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. My name's Matt Monroe, and I'm your temporary host for about the next half hour or so, and I'll be chatting with Srini about the Architects of Reality, an event that he and the Unmistakable crew are putting on this coming April in Nashville. Now, this is going to be an extensive conversation, and it's pretty much guaranteed we're going to go down some rabbit holes. But before we do, I want to point you towards the event's main website, www.thearchitectsofreality.com. Now, obviously, this will be linked in the show notes for the episode, but I want you to have the information up front as a reference or just in case you want to bookmark it a little bit later on. Now, please enjoy this conversation with Srini Rao. And Srini, welcome to the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me here. Well, thank you for having me here. This is uh, my third time behind the mic. Yeah. And, you know, in the past, when you've had me interviewing you, it's basically to talk about a book launch that you might be doing. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit different. Um, you've got an event coming up in April. If you would give me a very brief overview of what's going to take place, and then let's take a deep dive into the specifics. Yeah. Um, because what you've got in the works is pretty much, it, it's out of the ordinary. Well, I mean, I think there's probably no person more fitting to to do this, given that you've done two interviews about my books, but you also happen to be the photographer for the first event that we did. Uh, we haven't done this in a long time. And, you know, I, the, the gist of it is this is all about community and getting people together in person, because I am really just tired of sitting behind a microphone and having conversations. Uh, you know, it, I think it's totally strange that thousands of people listen every week, but I don't get to hear them. I don't get to see them. Uh, so that is like really a lot of large part of the motivation is that I want to connect with people. Uh, but the other thing is I want to give them an experience that is unlike anything they've ever had. And, you know, I think that we have been really, really fortunate to have some extraordinary teachers and, and speakers over the last 10 years as guests here on the unmistakable creative, you know, as I was telling you right before about the new idea for a book proposal, this is like a bizarre education that you couldn't have found in any college, even if you went out seeking it. 
uh, you know, between bank robbers and drug dealers and performance psychologists and, you know, uh, FBI hostage negotiators. And so what we thought was, you know, these are people who really, in a lot of ways for me, have changed my entire perception of reality. What if we could get them together? Um, some of our favorite ones, some of the ones that honestly had really tangible impacts on my life and put them together in a room. And you have witnessed firsthand what it's like when we curate a group of unmistakable creative guests uh, in person. And a physical manifestation of our work is definitely a lot of fun. So let's back up just a second and let's talk about the power of face-to-face conversation. I mean, right now you and I are having a conversation, you know, via the internet, zeros and ones, Yeti microphones, blah, 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 blah. But we're not face-to-face. You get a gathering of people together in a room where they can interact, where there's a human element to it and some magic takes place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, well, it's funny because I I don't think you would be the right person to do this if we hadn't spent so much time together face to face. Like I jokingly call you the conciliary of unmistakable creative, you know, Hmm. like Robert Duvall style, (laughs) Godfather. Uh, But the thing is that, you know, you and I have met face to face so many times. In fact, you know, I think that the first time we ever met was in Portland. And I remember, you know, emailing you and saying, Hey, Matt, we need a photographer. I'm wondering if you'd be willing to come down to do it in exchange for a ticket. And, you're, and I was like, feel free to tell me to go to hell. Uh, but I think that that wouldn't have even been possible to even have, you know, me, me have the courage to ask you for something that audacious if I hadn't met you face to face. I also don't think we'd have the depth of the relationship that we do that so much so that I, you know, I have you do the interviews with me when we did the first book launch, you were the one who interviewed me at uh, that co-working space in Portland. When we did the second book launch, we met in person. And funny enough, we did both of those interviews in person. This is the only interview you've ever done with me virtually. It's ironic considering we're promoting a conference about meeting in right, person. Right, right. Real quick. So it's called the architects of reality. Mm-hmm. What's the meaning behind that? Okay. So I think that people have this uh, idea, right? Throughout our lives, what happens is we get programmed with beliefs, with uh, ideas from parents, peers, society, advertising, media, all of it programs us with ideas of what's possible with our lives and what's not. And so we start to have this very inaccurate idea that reality as we know it is fixed, that you're not able to change things, that you're stuck with the way things are, and you can't do anything about it. And I think that for me, the real wake-up call was that I was forced to recognize that it was malleable because of the fact that I graduated into this recession and suddenly I had to do a major pivot and like kind of, you know, rethink my entire life plan. But what became more and more apparent to me was that basically everything that I had been told up until that point was just a giant lie that wasn't based on any real insight other than things that people had passed on from each other. Like none of these people had made up their own minds about things. They had just passed on what they had been told by other people. And so basically we don't see reality. We see reality through the lens of, you know, beliefs, through the lens of the influences that we've had in our lives. You know, if you have a certain group of friends who believe a certain thing and, you know, they basically get you to believe that thing, suddenly your world looks exactly like theirs in a lot of ways. And so you don't have a level of control over your life that you actually have capability of accessing. And to me, that was really, really sad. I thought, wait a minute, if you could see that reality was malleable, and if you knew that you had the power to shape it and change it according to your liking, you could do amazing things. You know, like I would have never in a million years thought that any of what I'm doing now was even possible. Uh, But I think that having had these conversations with so many different people completely expanded my sense of what was actually possible. And in that 
you know, expanded my sense of reality because when people listen to this, you know, they listen to each episode once, right? I listen to every episode multiple times because I have to, I have, you know, the conversations I have, I read their books. Like I, I get this just complete expansion every single time I talk to one of these people. And so I have this like encyclopedia in my brain of random information that, uh, like I said, you couldn't find this in any academic institution. And so it, it, what it did effectively was it shifted my entire perception of you know, reality. You know, I, I never thought in a million years that I would be the person to go out and raise a round of venture funding. Like I thought, oh, that's not me. I'm, you know, Trini here in, in you know, my, my bedroom recording podcasts. And then suddenly that becomes possible. Uh, so I, I think really the, the idea is giving people access to a set of tools and people that allow them to take control of their lives uh, in a way that they've never been able to before. Okay. So there are a ton of conferences out there, plenty of mastermind groups and, you know, and I hate this word, but networking opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So how is the uh, Architects of Reality different from your typical conference, different from your typical mastermind group, different from your typical networking group or opportunity? Well, I think that, you know, typically what uh, people do is they give you this very passive consumption experience, no matter what it is, no matter how impressive it is. Like you go you know, to this event, you sit in a room and you consume content passively. Maybe you're inspired, maybe you find it amazing. And then you go home and, you know, uh, life goes back to normal. I want it to be an interactive experience. You know, I think that one of my favorite quotes is something that Eric Wall said to me. He said, live music has engaged participants. Keynote speaking has passive consumers. There's room to be explored in how you bridge the gap between those two things. And yet, it's funny because you go to most conferences and they don't explore how to bridge that gap. Uh, and that's largely on the producers of the conference because you can design an environment deliberately that leads to collisions that are unexpected. In doing the simplest things, just by the way you lay out of space, you can change the way people behave in that space. Um, by the way you use something as simple as a name tag, which can be something that starts conversations. I mean, you remember our simple exercise of the bathroom break for our first event was there's a really vulnerable question under your you know, seat on a card, go find that person, ask this to them. And you're going up to this complete stranger that you've never met. And you're saying, tell me the first time you fell in love. So immediately walls come down. And that is not the way that most people interact in these environments. It's more like, hey, let's exchange business cards. Um, so I, I think the, the big thing that I'm always after is depth. Depth is really, really important to me. Um, you know, it's why conversations last an hour, hour and a half, sometimes they like unmistakable creative. I want an experience that is deep and profound that people will remember for the rest of their lives. Uh, even if they never come to another unmistakable creative event again, even if they never listen to another episode, I want them to walk away from this thinking, okay, this set a whole new standard for what I expect. So people come to the event and are they going to be locked in a hotel room somewhere okay. with a bathroom break every two hours? No, no, or? of course not. You, well, you've been to our event, so you know we would never do that shit. Um, one, because I would die if I had to do that. But no, uh, so that was one big thing that over and over, uh, as somebody who went to events and now somebody who speaks at events, I, I just really hated the hotel ballrooms, the sort of, oh, you know, three hours, you know, sitting in these rooms, you know, like you said, waiting for 15 to, to like for two hours or a bathroom break. No, I mean, we literally will have this thing designed down to the minute because the way I, you know, we, Greg and I, when we did this, you know, for instigator experience, the previous event that we did, which, you know, I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts were on that. Uh, we literally thought through every detail of, okay, what time does a person's blood sugar drop? Like how long is their attention span? Um, and funny enough, even though we were in the room from nine to six, people came up and said, how did you do that? We're not tired. We're not bored. And I mean, we designed it based around my own attention span, which is short. Uh, 
but but the other thing is that I think that the the big mistake that people make when they go to conferences is, is and even the producers they they think it's all about the speakers, but it's not. Uh, it's about interacting with each other. It's about the attendees connecting with each other. You know, I went to a conference recently where they forced me to be there for two days and it was ironically a conference on attention. And, you know, when they did a debrief on my session, I said, you want my advice on how to, you know, increase the attentiveness of the people in your audience. Stop doing this stupid hotel ballroom for two days straight. Um, give these people a chance to connect with each other. That's what they're here for. And so that's one big thing. I think some people will tell you a venue is just a container, but it's not. I think anybody who's heard our episodes on Unmistakable Creative about the role that environment plays uh, on behavior knows that. I think that just the environment alone makes a difference because you, know, you mentioned the ballroom, right? What do we associate with the ballroom? We have subconscious associations with, oh, I'm going to be here all day for hours on end, and then I'm going to be able to drink at happy hour and exchange some business cards. Uh, so that, that's that's a big thing. So venue is a big deal. Um I mean, like I said, I, I, the way I see it is in a lot of ways, it's a physical manifestation of everything we do at the Unmistakable Creative. But uh, I, I think that to me, I, I look at it as putting on a performance as much as I do planning an event. So Srini, give me some notion of just the size of the event. I mean, is this 10 or 20 people sitting around, you know, some tables? Is this 3,000 no. people in an auditorium? What? No, it's definitely not 3,000 people in an auditorium. It's not 10 or 20 uh, sitting around a table. I, I think that what we were aiming for was something, you know, big enough that it was, you know, it felt, you know, like substantial uh, and yet small enough that it also felt intimate. Because I think that this was something that I, I witnessed over and over uh, when I went to conferences. This is one thing. This is one of the things I also wanted to change was I would see these multi-track events where you would have this poor speaker in a room who flies across the, the world to give a speech and there's four people there seeing him. And I thought that was just so unfair to the speaker. Uh, but I also noticed that when you have a one, you know, single track event um, with a couple hundred people in a room, uh, it's a much better experience for the attendees as well. So 300 is what, what you know, what we're looking at. Uh, Nothing. So the idea wasn't to do something massive because you don't get real depth of connection when an event is massive. Tell me a little bit about the venue. Well, I mean, the venue is going to be a very cool industrial, you know, warehouse type place that um, is just not, like I said, a hotel ballroom, but something that's very hip and, and very different. Uh, you know, I think that there, the, the idea was to create like a very just creative space that makes people think differently. You've put some hard rules in place. Yeah. And two of the rules are no laptops, no cell phones. Mm -hmm. Um. As someone whose attention span has been destroyed by a cell phone, yeah. um, I have to say I both hate that and love that at the same time. Right. But why? Why have you specifically put that in place? Well, it, it's funny because I, you know, it's ironic that somebody who struggles with attention the way that I do would institute that rule. And part of the reason I did that is because I saw what happened when another friend did that, when AJ Leon did that at his event. Uh, it just transformed the depth of the connections that took place. Like, you know, people weren't looking at their phones during every session. They were like, just they they were captivated. They were glued to the speakers. And, and the other thing is we know from all the sort of behavioral science research that even if you want to take notes, the notes are going to be far more impactful if you take them with pen and paper, because you're going to be forced to filter out what is truly impactful, impactful and, and, you know, resonant and relevant to you, not let me take down verbatim everything somebody is saying, because that's useless. Like there's nothing useful about that. Um, yet, you know, th that's how people take notes. And so that's one thing. But but the, the bigger part of this for me was not necessarily that aspect, but to create, you know, a depth of connection between people. Because if you can't default to reaching for your phone, what do you have to do? You have to actually socialize with the people that are there, mm -hmm. which is why you're there to begin with. It's, it's kind of like, why would you come to an event 
to meet people that you know on the internet to take pictures with them to upload to the internet. That makes sense. And by the way, I'll be taking plenty of photos for people to upload. To yeah, exactly. So I, it's kind of like, you know what? We don't want you. I remember people are like, well, you don't want us marketing our, your event. I was like, no, I don't want you marketing the event. I want you here at the event. You know, the event is sold. We don't need you to market the event anymore. Uh, when, when, you know, once you're at that place. And so I, I think that to me, I just saw the level of depth that formed between people when it came to connections when you didn't have phones in the room. And I see this all the time, even in my, my day-to-day life, that when you take a phone out of an environment, um, when you take devices and technology out of an environment, what do you have to do? You have to listen to each other. You have to talk to each other. You have to connect with each other. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And the only logical sort of byproduct of that is you form a deeper bond. Let's talk about the speakers for a moment. Yeah. Uh, um, I am going to slaughter a few of the pronunciations here, and you're going to have to <laughs> forgive me this. Ishida Gupta. Yeah. 
What's her background and why is she going to be speaking at the conference? Yeah. I mean, Ashita was one of those people who had been on my list of people to talk to for a really long time. And, and you know, it's funny because even when I was planning this conference, I hadn't thought of her as, as somebody that I would, you know, have as a speaker. But her interview had such an impact on me personally because I think that one, we had this sort of cultural thing that we shared in common about both being Indian and dealing with the fact that we have these very weird careers and have like pretty much failed to meet every cultural expectation. And, and we were joking that we should have been each other's dates to our siblings' weddings based on kind of the, mm -hmm. the situations we both found ourselves in. Uh, but I think she said something to me that really stayed with me. And it was really about validation and, and how much we seek outside of ourselves and how when she learned to give those things to herself, it kind of changed her relationships with other people. It changed how she felt about herself. But the, and to me, that was such a fundamental part of experience, you know, transforming reality is that, you know, when you seek validation, when you seek everything from external sources, you're effectively letting other people determine your reality. And I thought, well, that is a powerful message. We need more of this. Like, I want her to come and talk about this in more detail uh, because I thought, you know what, this is a really essential skill. Everybody is there for a reason. There's not one person who is not there, who, who's been chosen uh, just because they're somebody like each person has a specific topic. Each topic is related to the whole idea of reality on every choice is deliberate. Okay, well, let's go through that list really quick. Yeah. Sasha Hines, why is she there? Okay, so Sasha, I think for me was one of those people who I loved her message one because she's got a psychology background. She has a PhD. So I wanted people with like real street credit in there as well. Um, but she said something and it's funny because each one of these people probably said one thing that made me say, okay, yeah, that's, that's the person. Um, so Sasha actually came to me and I asked, she wasn't originally on the list, but she had you know mentioned it to me and I thought, okay. And I remember going back to her, I said, okay, I don't want you to talk about what you want to talk about, what, what you sent me. But I said, what about this? Uh, she said something, she said, you know, you, you start working with somebody, uh, you know, as a coach and like the premise typically with all self-improvement is that you're broken and you need to be fixed. And she said, no, you're good. And I'm here to make you great. And I thought, yes, that is a fundamental shift in somebody's perception. And I wanted to go much deeper on that. And I thought if somebody could start with the premise that that was how they were beginning this journey, how different would their entire approach be like how different would your behavior be if you're, you're you're sort of you know your fundamental belief about making change was i am good this person is here to make me great or this event is going to make me great not i'm broken and i need to be fixed sarah kathleen peck and i'm going to jump in here she's one of my favorite writers yeah well, she has a gift Sarah has a gift with words and, and words are the building blocks of reality. Words literally paint pictures of our lives. Without words, you have no experience of life. This is why we don't remember anything from when we were little kids, like, you know, when you're a baby, because you didn't have language. Uh, you need language in order to describe the world. Like, so, so think about it this way. This is something that came from a book called The Three Laws of Performance. They say, you know, as you label an object or a situation, so it appears. So to a dog, a table is just an obstacle that's in its way, something to walk around. But to you, a table has context. You know, it could be a place where you put a cup of coffee. It could be, you know, uh, it, depending on where it comes from. Like, I'm just thinking about this because we have this really beautiful handcrafted table inside of our parent, my parents' home theater. It could be a memory. And so every object um, has memories associated with it. But every aspect of your reality, like literally everything you experience is based on words, like the stories you tell yourself, the stories you tell other people. And I thought, who better to come and talk about how to utilize words to shape reality than somebody who has a gift with words and somebody who really, in all honesty, I think knows how to make music out of words. The other Srini at the conference. So it, it, it's funny because he's one of those people that um, I remember being introduced to him and Bob Gower, who had introduced us, said, I don't know if you guys will get along. He's kind of cerebral. He's really out there. And I remember the conversation was just one of those 
conversations that everybody was like, wow, this guy is, is amazing. Again, one of the things I wanted to make sure we did was we brought in people with real legitimate street cred. And, you know, Harvard trained psychologist is a pretty damn good credibility marker for somebody as your speaker. And he's worked with a lot of people. But because I, I think that if you look at a good amount of sort of self-help literature, self-help events, a lot of it is not based on any real science. It's just a lot of rah-rah motivational bullshit that ends up making people feel good, but it doesn't change anything for them. And, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that that was not the case here. And given the way that he talked about goals and how we accomplish goals, I thought, you know, what, this is the guy that we need for this. Um, there are a lot of people who could have done this potentially, but not the way that he could. And that was kind of a no brainer for me. It was, he had been on the list for a long time. I knew if we'd ever done an event, he would be pretty much at the top of my list of people to get there. And just so we're clear here, it's Serini Pillay. Yes. Exactly. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Daniel Levin. So Daniel Levin is uh, a really interesting character because uh, he walked away from, we're talking like billions of dollars. Uh, his uncle was R Block of H&R Block, and he left that family fortune behind. Uh, he's also, you know, he ran Hay House you know, Publishing where he worked with all these like amazing self-help authors. But I think that what struck me about him was that he just had a way of, of talking that you made may really made you think about what really mattered, right? You know, here's a guy who could walk away from, you know, what basically is never again, never work in your again, like, you know, never work in your life again, money. And to have done that and still, you know, come out and be as happy as he is and having gone through as much pain as he is in his life, you know, having lost a wife to cancer. Um, I thought there was something about this guy who had basically figured out how to find heaven on earth. And I thought, well, look, this is somebody who's clearly figured out how to be satisfied in his life, despite all the pain that he's been through. Um, despite, I mean, you know, if you think about it, you know, Daniel is a guy who lost his parents both within a year of each other as a teenager, um, went to go live with, you know, our block of H and R block, walked away from a family fortune, lost his wife to cancer. I think he's the definition of resilience. And yet, you know, his ability to, to change whatever he's thinking about um, all of this, right? Yeah, I mean, he said it himself. He's like, what would happen if you change the initial thought that led to the stories that you tell yourself that lead to the action? Like, would it change you? Would it bring you out of this supposed funk that you're in? Um, and that to me, that stayed with me. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's somebody we need in this. Like, it, it's an important message. Nick Notice. So Nick was my dating coach. Uh, for those of you who are new, you know, Nick, you probably heard the, the Architects of Reality um, episode with him. You know, it, it, every relationship starts with social connection. It starts with starting a conversation with another person. And Nick was another one of those people who was added on afterwards. And, and I thought about it and I thought, you know, Nick is right. Like, this is a fundamentally important thing because we don't exist inside a vacuum. We exist as a codependent species. Like, we're interdependent. And, you know, every relationship you're ever going to have, whether it's with a mentor, whether it's a romantic partner, all that starts with a social connection. Like, you can't transform reality without social connections with other people. And that just happens to be something he's masterful at teaching people. So uh, I thought, you know, this is actually an interesting, uh, that's why we added him. Okay, Brian. So Brian, uh, for those of you who don't know, Brian was my long-term business partner at Unmistakable Creative. He worked with me for about three years. And Brian is the poster child for reinvention. Um, I think that one of the things that, you know, we want to be able to do is say, okay, you know what? You are not stuck with the person that you are, the career that you have, or any of what you are today. Like you can reinvent yourself. And Brian really, like I said, is the poster child. I mean, here's a guy who went from like trying to sell Amway to the point where now people are asking him to come be CEO at 
various startups. And um, he took, you know, basically what he learned and he's just made one reinvention move after another that has gotten him to making hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. And he's just at a level of, of sort of social intelligence, you know, that you could only get from talking to 10,000 strangers. So he's, I think that, you know, when we look at reality, right, we want to make sure that our current reality is not the one that we're stuck with. And somebody who's reinvented themselves multiple times, I think is really qualified to talk about that. Okay. Last and definitely not least, yeah. uh, Phil McKern. Well, where do you even begin? This is a guy who could read a phone book and it would be inspiring. Um, Philip is, is one of those people, you know, we've had him back four times for good reason. He's the only one of the handful of guests who's, who's made that many appearances on the show. Uh, he was definitely a listener favorite. Like we got tons and tons of like positive feedback from that. And, you know, we wanted to also be mindful of, okay, who do our listeners really like? Like, you know, these are some of them were choices that I made deliberately so that we could shape the narrative of the event. Because I think that's another place where a lot of events fall flat is they don't have like a really coherent arc and narrative. It's kind of, you know, the speakers are random. They're in a random order. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but I don't think about it that way. I think of it as, Hey, I'm, I'm basically creating a movie version of unmistakable creative and each person is in their right place for a reason. And, you know, I, I think Philip has the closing keynote was kind of a no brainer. We thought, you know what, this is how we need to end this. Um, and Philip has a gift for bringing things out of people that I don't think they want to share with other people. Um, yet somehow he gets them to open up. He cracks people open and, and, and the, and the truth is that you have to be able to let go of things and, and, you know, crack yourself open if you are going to transform your reality. And so that's why we brought Philip. And I have to tell a personal story somewhat related to that. I met Philip at a conference three, maybe four years ago, and possibly within 20 seconds of meeting, he looked at me and said, are you a good photographer? And in my head, I'm thinking, is this guy an asshole? <laughs> And then he looked at me again and said, I really want to know, are you a good photographer? And I said to him, the things I'm good at, I'm very, very good at. And the things I'm not good at, I'm terrible at. Yeah. And he said, that's a fair answer. And you can also hear my dog barking in the background <laughs> right now. Hey, George. Um, I'll send you a photo of George and you can post that in the show notes. All right. Oh, hey, George. Hey, bud. Come on. Chill. All right. Um, let's let's deep dive into just some of the uh, nuts and bolts here. When exactly is the conference taking place? Uh, April 9th through 11th, uh, 2020. Um, so it actually will begin on on the Thursday night, uh, which is, uh, you know, basically a welcoming night reception. We like to start on Thursday nights, I mean, partially because it's just tradition in terms of what we've done. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Friday and Saturday all day. And it was funny. One of my friends said, he's like, this is on your birthday. He was like, yeah. I was like, he's like, you did that on purpose, didn't you? I said, yes, absolutely. And this is taking place in Nashville, 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 Tennessee. Tennessee. So, I mean, we picked Nashville for a couple of reasons. One, we wanted to have a location that was um, dead smack in the middle of the country. So it was easy for people to get to. We want a location where, you know, things weren't going to be crazy expensive uh, for our attendees, because I, I think that was one one of the hard lessons we learned by having an event in LA is that even after the ticket prices, it just got out of control. Uh, and we we were really committed to making this one accessible to our listeners. That was a big thing for me is that this needed to be accessible. Um, you know, it wasn't about you know money or profit, even though we need to break even. It was more like I want as many of our listeners to be able to come to this as possible. Um, and I knew that if we put it in some big city, that would actually price out a lot of people. And I just didn't want to do that. Okay, this is very important to me. 
Will there be food and drink at the event? <laughs> so uh, we will have a food trucks and we'll do heavy appetizers the night before. You will probably be responsible for your own meals uh, on on most of the days. So, you know, uh, it's not like there's going to be no food, but we're not serving meals. I want to give you a hypothetical. Yeah. I'm some random stranger. We get in an elevator together, but I'm a conversant random stranger. I say, hey, dude, um, I see you've got a name tag for this conference. Um, What's the conference all about? What do you tell them during that 20 or 30 second elevator ride? Basically, it's a conference about how to change the way that you experience the world. And in that process, change your life. I really don't think I can improve upon that. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I'm able to answer that because I wasn't sure I would be able to. You know, here, I'm going to throw out a random question here just because I have to. Yeah. You know, you, you typically close out the unmistakable creative with the question of what is it that makes a person unmistakable? Mm. What I want to know is what makes, and I hate to call this a conference, what makes an event unmistakable? What makes an event unmistakable is the design of the experience. So here's the thing, right? Is that, and I've given dozens of talks at this point to event planning uh, organizations. For some reason, those are the people that invite me a lot to their conferences Um, and I always say, I was like, you need to stop thinking of yourselves as people who plan events and start thinking of yourselves as people who design experiences. Uh, because you know, this is the, the joke. We always joke that, you know, basically anybody who gets on board with us and the creative aspect of this, like, yeah, you want to join and help. We should warn you, you're going to hate the process, but you're going to love the result. Um, you know, and Greg Hartle taught me to work that way. I remember it was just, you know, one hellish push after another to get stupid things done. And then when it was all said and done, you looked at it and you thought that was all well worth all that nonsense because the experience was so transformative. Uh, I one other person who attended said, you're trying to ruin every other event we're ever going to go to, aren't you? And I said, yes, absolutely. Okay. I cannot improve upon that. That is amazing. All right, Srini, I will see you in almost exactly six months in Nashville, Tennessee. Real quick, uh, the the website again is... The website is the Architects of Reality. Um, You know, for for people listening, if you've you've been on the fence, you know, one, we we have a payment plan set up just because it's so important to us to make this accessible to you. Uh, We haven't done this in six years. Uh, Matt, actually, you didn't answer my question. You attended one of our events. Like what, you know, what would you say based on having come to one of our events? Because I think it's easy for me to go ahead and promote it, but somebody who's been there, you know, I think is going to have a bit more cred. So, so I have a, a slightly different perspective because I wasn't so much a participant. I was an observer. I mean, I was a guy who had a camera held up to my left eye, you know, probably 90% of the time. Yeah. But at the same time, I was listening to all the talks. I was, and, and I was engaged in conversation with people. What was really striking about the instigator experience is not only connection, but genuine friendships. And I'm friends with people that I met at a two and a half day long conference six years ago. Uh-huh. And that's pretty incredible because how often do you instead, how often do you establish a friendship so quickly? Yeah. Well, there you go. So you have it from Matt. Uh, like I said, this is an incredibly meaningful project to uh, me and we haven't done it in six years. We don't know if there'll be another one just based on the fact that we haven't done it in six years. So um, I encourage all of you to get tickets as soon as possible. And we'll see you all in Nashville. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. 
While you were listening, were there any moments you found fascinating, inspiring, instructive, maybe even heartwarming? Can you think of anyone, a friend or a family member who would appreciate this moment? If so, take a second and share today's episode with that one person, because good ideas and messages are meant to be shared. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that, and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.